0: Don't sit around listening to my podcast covertly for years and not email me and then email the fucking podcast. That's right. That's right.
1: The new motto of the show, (laughs) we shouldn't be hurting people. That's our ethics. Yeah, we're going to change the way that we do things now. Yeah. We should not be hurting people.
0: We shouldn't be hurting people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad that we didn't explore that further when we were talking to Adam, but well, it just seemed like he wasn't. I don't know he felt like we were shitting on the guy but
0: yeah so well now it feels like we should talk about this general topic now instead okay we should probably just go we'll talk about the gay thing (laughs) everybody's like more gay stuff
1: more gay stuff
0: uh i'm a man i like men Well, By
1: okay. the way, all I did was cut out a pause on that. I didn't manipulate it any further. That's, yeah. Sam, that's a direct <laughs> Sam Harris quote. I feel like I'm a lot louder than you are.
0: Uh, I don't... Okay. I, I can't really Just hear that, but yeah.
1: Talk up. Talk up. You're a little down.
0: Um. So what's the... Read the email. You have an email.
1: Okay. Well, I, I wanted to read this email because you have expressed some concern that you're being, I think ganged up on and humiliated for entertainment purposes.
0: Yes. Well, I'll try to articulate what I mean by that, but why don't you read the email first and then we we'll can okay. go from there?
1: I have a theory about why you feel that way and that's okay. this email kind of relates. So, the subject uh was kind of a huge fan and this person wrote, "It is with some embarrassment that I confess that I have listened to every or nearly every not a huge fan podcast. It might be.
0: Okay. Before you get into this, is this somebody we know?
1: This is the important thing. This is where we'll, we'll get into it. It might be because I enjoy listening to Charles's soothing voice and reasonable points of view. Thank you. It might be because I love listening to debate. It might be because, and again, I must confess embarrassment. I get no small pleasure from listening to Isaac's absurd ideas quashed with the slightest effort expended by anyone who is even moderately thoughtful and informed <laughs> about the world. Oh, Isaac. That's it? No, there's more. Oh, okay. But that was, I think that's the feeling that you were getting.
0: For a few episodes there, definitely, yeah. So- but this
1: is the linchpin of, of why I think you're feeling is skewed. Okay. He- I worked with Isaac as the, at the Manhattan DA's office, a fellow paralegal, I always enjoyed sitting in the lunchroom with Isaac because he had a habit of articulating ideas that were, at best, a quarter formed. Either a good sport or an attention hog, or maybe a little bit of both, he seemed to revel in our mocking his ridiculous assertions. I remember that many times during lunch he argued some laughable positions based on dubious statistics, like that the majority of Americans had graduated college. Not true even today, but certainly wasn't true back in the mid-2000s.
0: It's amazing somebody remembers that. Very that intricate details. insane.
1: I don't remember Isaac uh, rewriting or simply ignoring American racial history since the Civil War in the lunchroom the way he does on the podcast, but I could just be forgetting. In some ways, it's comforting to know that very little has changed in the last 12 years or so. Uh, in other ways, the rise of Isaac thought, in quotes, mirrors the rise of Trump alternative facts. Is this a correct sentence? Or a lot less funny when the guy with his fingers on the nuclear codes treats them as gospel. I was struck by the number of times in a recent podcast, the one with Adam, I think, Isaac said, I'm not going to argue the substance that's not the point, or words to that effect. If the substance isn't the point, then what is? What should be laughable becomes scary very quickly. I used to think Isaac was an extreme minority, maybe a bare minority, and one big enough to shift an election. To end on a high note, actually, we should... I'll put that one when we talk about the gay thing. Because Just he... finish okay. the friggin' email. To end on a high note, I enjoyed the most recent minisode in which Charles, I think courageously, or at the very least with justifiable indignation, pointed out that guys who think a podcast is too gay merely because a guest happens to be LGBTQ or because an LGBTQ guest dares to mention sex have some serious issues they need to address. Bravo. Anyway, keep going, boys. It's nice to drift back to the paralegal lunchroom every now and then. I just hope Isaac and the mode of thought, in quotes, he represents becomes funny again soon.
0: First of all, fuck you, person who I don't know it is. Did they sign it?
1: Uh, His name is Ben. I don't want to give the last name. So don't say his last name if you remember it.
0: I don't. Okay. Ben. (laughs) Oh, Ben. Oh, I know who this is. Okay. Yeah. First of all, fuck you, Ben. You are an SJW wait, wait, wait. fucking we shouldn't idiot. Be hurting people. Yeah, please, you're, that's your fuck. I know who this guy is. This is his perspective of the world. We shouldn't be hurting people. You have no fucking nuance. Don't sit around listening to my podcast covertly for years and not email me and then email the fucking podcast.
1: Well, I think he assumes and, that you would see it.
0: And and you know. Speaking of not dealing with substance, you haven't said anything of substance. All you've said is, I'm wrong, I'm laughable, I'm a joke. You've really just called me names. You haven't said anything. All you've done is is discharge your anger at somebody questioning things. And And again, the bottom fucking line here of this whole podcast is questioning shit and being free. As you kind of said, Ben to have a quarter-formed idea or a quarter-formed question about some mainstream narrative and to be able to raise that question without being shouted down or laughed at or called a fucking idiot. So it's like you're sitting here saying, oh, this whole time, Isaac's a crazy attention hog, yada, yada, yada. You know, all right, maybe. But the fact of the matter is, all I'm trying to do is question shit, approach shit from a different perspective than you're hearing everywhere else, And, you know, maybe that's fucking intimidating to certain people, but I'm not here trying to say that I have the answers. I'm not here trying to be a, uh, you know, thought leader. I'm here trying to question shit. You know, that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm not, I don't have the answers for you, you know? And I never have. And it's like the fact that you're following, you know, you remember some fucking shit I said years ago about people graduating college, which is, yeah, that's wrong, very wrong. (laughs) But it's like you, you know, you hung on one small thing that I'm wrong about.
1: That is a very specific memory too. You know,
0: for all, through all these years, it's like, yeah, okay. You know, whatever. I am who the fuck I am, man. You know? And if I've offended you or if it's like, Oh, I made you uncomfortable and whatever. Oh, you weren't getting enough attention in the lunchroom because you're fucking boring ass ideas. Everybody's heard, you know, sorry, but I'm not sorry. I don't care. You know, I am who I fucking am. I was put here on earth just like everybody else. And this is how I think. And I can't really change the way I think, you know, I mean, I I think I can. Okay. The reason why people respond so much better to the articles that I write is because they're meant to be fucking articles. That's what they're meant to be. They're meant to be respond
1: better. What do you mean?
0: People don't generally, when I write an article, right, or when I used to write articles, which I will start doing again, but I haven't done in a while. That is an argument that is articulated, thought out, I've checked the facts, I've done the work that I need to do in order to make a point that I am now making in the public forum, Right. right? When I am on Facebook, when I'm on this podcast, and I'm asking questions about shit, or I'm saying, oh, hey, maybe here's a different way to think about something, that should not be taken as my position, you know, that, that's not fair. It's right. not fair to then say Isaac's a crazy, just because Isaac's asking this question or just because he's saying something, he's a crazy, you know, uh, charlatan. You know, the, the point is to ask questions of things I'm not informed about. You know, that's the fucking point. Yeah, And I think so much of our contemporary discourse is playing gotcha with some tweet somebody made four years ago when that's you need to be able to have these malformed, we love owning things. culture.
1: Love to own. What you, you got what, owned?
0: You got owned, and it's like right, and it's like okay, that's the primordial ooze of what then becomes articles and speeches and things where you are articulating your actual platforms, right?
1: Yeah,
0: or your actual point that you're making, but there i was just there was just a great example of this where you know somebody's getting taken to task for you know either a tweet or some half thought thing they said forever ago some soundbite it's like that is not you have to be just because you're raising a question about something uh, Alex, okay first of all everybody needs to listen to Alex Jones on Rogan it's part 2 it's fucking incredible but but Alex Jones doing what he does questioned uh the what was it shooting the newtown? new newtown was that newtown with the kids the like kids really is newtown. Sub- yeah. the the third rail of all third rails the kid you know middle school shooting right yeah.
1: elementary school
0: elementary school shooting yes he quest- because he questions every single thing in the news ever, right he questioned whether that was real he then later, after questioning it many, many times said it's real, I don't think this is stop going after these people, I don't think this is." a conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. But since he questioned it, as he questions every single fucking news story, he then became the guy who is denying Newtown, which is just not fucking true. That's not what he's doing. I
1: I think a lot of that controversy, though, is not just him denying Newtown, but the being the cause of continued harassment right, of Newtown right. parents. Sure,
0: and so he's his people that he's talking to are going to harass these people, but he has yeah. come on record and said, don't harass these people, I don't condone this, this is not real, which is the best that he can do, you know? And so... Well, he could have not... Questioned it? Well, it's like... You gotta be able what, to question it. I, I understand that, but it's...
1: To say it with such... I don't remember the exact way that he went about it, but it wasn't like he was just like, oh, what if this isn't real? It was definitely like these actors have appeared in other places before. Uh, They're staging the entire thing. It was a lot more definitive than just questioning. Do you understand what I mean?
0: Well, okay. He's going to question shit in the way that he's going to question shit. He has certain buzzwords, you know, crisis actors, right? He has certain theories and buzzwords and things that he can raise any time there's a media story, and thank God there is somebody out there questioning every single thing that we're being told, which is a hundred percent what we should be doing. Sure, I, th- I don't, I don't know.
1: I just feel like in that instance, it's a lot less about the questioning than it is about the effects that it had on these people who were already completely suffering. I, like I, I can't. I, If you had a kid and your kid gets killed at their fucking school by a nut and then you have to not only deal with that, which is going to destroy your life, it's going to wreck your marriage, it's going to just fucking eradicate everything in your existence, and then to have crazy people or misinformed people who are harassing you and threatening you and showing up and claiming your child isn't dead... I mean, that's just, like, that is so evil in a way that it's hard to, like, be,
0: oh, he's just asking questions. Like, that's... that. No, okay, but you're, you just did, you made a jump there. Yes, that is pure evil. If yes. you go to some person who's lost their kid in a mass shootings house and start harassing them, you are pure fucking evil. Right. And you deserve to be probably killed. So I agree with you. same thing, Westboro Baptist Church, pure fucking evil, right? I mean, they are the embodiment of evil, you know? And so far, fu- yes, agreed. Those people are terrible. You can't put that on Jones. You well, to can. some
1: extent, you can because I don't
0: agree. I, that's like saying it, uh, you know, it's not. Tanahisi Coates is responsible for police officers getting killed by angry, you know, black people. That's well, I not, don't know that that
1: tie is so definitive because what I, he's talking, what you're talking about is a, a specific instance where he's making claims that this is a faked.
0: He was questioning, I don't think he, because again, he was questioning it and then he very publicly said, I think this happened.
1: I think that you're like glossing over uh, the process of how that went. He's not a reliable narrator about this. He's
0: certainly not a reliable narrator about anything.
1: Again, if if I'd sat down and like looked at the timeline of what he said and did, I would feel more informed because I don't want to say like, oh, he definitely did this, but I don't think it's as cut and dried as him just asking questions and then turning around and claiming...
0: He certainly has a very distinct style when it comes to questioning things. But for somebody like me, when I see what he's doing, it's very obvious to me that he's experimenting. You know, he's up there saying what's coming to his mind. And he's, you know, honestly, I view Alex Jones as a poet. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I, I think in a thousand years, people will look back and say, this was a great man that was totally misunderstood in his time. And everybody's taking what he's saying as like, as if he's a law professor or like you know like he's like a factual that's, scientist. That's fine,
1: but that's not like you. The way that you're viewing Alex Jones is not. I don't think the way that everyone most views people Alex
0: do. Jones. I agree, but I'm saying like to me, it's obvious that he's experimenting. Yeah. It's it's he's up there saying shit to push the envelope, to be provocative, and to question the shit that we've been told. And it's fucking great that he's doing it. And you know what? if it wasn't so if he wasn't sometimes right if he didn't sometimes actually get to things that are real and are should be questioned cuz they're fake then he wouldn't be such a threat if he was just a crazy ass motherfucker you know and the reason people hate him is because he does sometimes uncover shit that really is fucking fake you know like yeah. he really did go to bohemian grove he really did like that's real
1: but in this instance it's
0: to yes, me, I, to, to yeah.
1: me it's so it's just so awful that those parents had that double shot. Like I cannot imagine anything worse than that. And obviously yeah.
0: we can't But you got to blame the people who did that to them, not Alex Jones. I don't think you can blame Alex Jones for that. I don't I think those people would have found some evil shit to do it, it, with or without Alex Jones questioning whether or not this happened I, nothing can be sacred you have to be able to question it, everything
1: I just I don't agree with your, your framing of the questioning like I think that it was more definitive than that and again I also am not in the position where I want to blame the actions of people who listen to somebody on the person who said the things right. but it's also if you are a a broadcaster you do have in a case like this where it's like okay these are fucking like kids you do have some responsibility in not increasing the misery of the people who've been affected by it.
0: Uh, I kind of see your point, and again, I think the people that actually went and harassed them. We should uh, do instead of us really bad, instead I, of us talking
1: no. about in kind of vague terms, because I don't think either one of us are super educated about. What exactly was said? Right. We should probably do an Alex Jones thing where we talk about
0: yeah, what what he said,
1: what was actually said, so we can really get into the meat of how responsible somebody is. Because I I think like you think it's less, and I think that it's more, and then but we're just kind of guessing, right? Because it's a more complicated timeline. All
0: right. Well, we that was a tangent.
1: He is entertaining.
0: Yeah. That was a tangent. The, the that This could not have been a better email that was written because it honestly leads directly into this whole topic. Yes. I think the thing that needs to be more clear about this podcast, again, and I feel like the last few episodes with Adam and a couple before that, is that the things that I'm doing, the things that I'm questioning, and the ideas that I'm bringing to the table, the vast... What are you doing?
1: I'm just checking the past few episodes that we've done.
0: Oh. The vast, overwhelming majority of the time, I come in here totally unprepared. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 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 And that's on purpose, because what is the value proposition of this podcast? The value proposition of this podcast is that it is two people. I mean, you know, there are varying degrees of informativeness that we come in with, but... You don't want to hear some another motherfucking Ben. I could come in. I could Ben Shapiro this shit all day. I could come in with a million hot takes that are backed up by some zinger fact. Oh, do you know that, you know, slavery was legal in the Ottoman Empire long after? By the way, you know, buy my
1: watches. Right, right. Ooh. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, do you know? Oh, here's a gotcha fact. Here's a gotcha fact. who's going to own the liberal or, you know, own either side, yeah. you know, or own, you know, microphone. Put what? your microphone up. I could come in here and do that easily. You know, I could Milo Yiannopoulos like, oh, did you know this stat says this? It's not fucking hard to do. Anybody can do that. You know, if if you have the time. The point is, but was that, you know, the point is to come in here and without resorting to arguing about these little bullshit fact nuances, which in this day and age are, you can find a fact if you look hard enough, that backs up any argument you want because there is so many biased people out there producing these horseshit statistics. So so what is the
1: concern you, that you have on, on. that's w- happened?
0: D- w- what I'm saying is Socrates, you know, fucking... <laughs> Just
1: compare yourself to Socrates.
0: Yeah, as a combination between Socrates... <laughs> and Plato. No, and Kanye. No, uh... <laughs> so, you know... So, the great thinkers of time, the great writers of time, you know, Nietzsche, Socrates, every great philosopher, if, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, right? Martin Luther King wasn't up there saying, did you know 65% according to the Southern Poverty Law Center of hate crimes? Or... He wasn't up there spouting horseshit gotcha statistics. That wasn't what he was doing. That's not what great thinkers do.
1: I just want to... What? I just I just want to clarify that you are comparing yourself to Socrates. I'm not comparing
0: myself to Nietzsche anything. I'm saying that really good discourse is sure. about ideas. It's about discussing the ideas themselves. It's about discussing morality, what should be, what actual truth is, right? Coming in here and relying on a bunch of stupid statistics and hot takes that I write by myself that are like zinger shit. I've done that before. I you know, you can make great articles on that shit, but that's not what I want to do here. I don't want to come in here and be a political podcast where we're b- jousting back and forth with bullshit facts. Sure. I want so, to try and get to the I wanna ask questions and try and get to the meat of these moral issues and really approach them in a way where we're open, where we're looking at them in a way that other people aren't looking at them and we're really trying to see them from a super zoomed out birds eye view where in a thousand years this is how they're going to view this topic. Okay. You know? And I think that in doing that, I'm taking a big risk a lot of fucking times. The shit that I say on here, if somebody that wanted to pick it up and run with it and go email my boss or some shit and get me fired, they could do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I, I'm going I'm asking questions and having positions that are against a very intense narrative particularly in Los Angeles. That if you violate, you can get in huge fucking trouble, right? We've yeah. seen it happen a million times. Yeah, I think it's so harder to do on- that
1: with a podcast than with written stuff. I think writing is where it's the most dangerous because all it takes is a tweet,
0: yeah, right. and that's uh, like a self-contained tweet, thing. Yeah. Sure, so, Josh. Listen, whatever, Josh. Somebody's going to listen
1: to an entire episode. It's very, it's more difficult. But yes, I understand that point.
0: Yeah. So, what was frustrating about these last few episodes is which I f- ones? So Adam, you know Adam wasn't. I didn't think Adam was that bad, but I got a lot of criticism on that one, saying like you sound like an idiot. Also, a couple ones right before that, I forget exactly. Oh, the the wall one or something like that. I had several people like approach me and being like, "Oh Isaac, you sound so dumb. Like you're being like taken out to dry." Uh-huh. And then you, when you went on the the gay speech,
1: that's a separate. I don't. I don't agree with that being part and parcel uh, of those.
0: Sure. Well, that was a little gotcha ish.
1: No, I don't agree.
0: I think it was gotcha-ish because of Adam, not you. But I. But it, but Adam kind of th- like really said like, I think it's crazy that you're he's saying I don't feel human and you're here, blah blah. But like what? that was such well, a reductive, he had,
1: let's let's unpack some of these claims that you're making one the reason I read this email is because I think a dangerous thing is happening with you because I don't I don't think most of our listeners who come to the show organically view it in this negative way that you seem to think is happening lately I think a problem that's happening is you have a group of friends who listen and they are listening in a weird frame Where it's like, we're going to hear Isaac get it. Yeah. So they're listening that way. But that's not our listenership. Like, our listenership... Well, that guy is. But yeah, but he knows you. You see what I mean? He's another guy that knows you. Well, he's not a friend. But he's a guy who has had experience with you personally. So he's like, ah, I can't wait to see this fucking... Tool get owned, <laughs> but like the major- our listeners that don't come in from that way that have written us like that Corey guy in Connecticut, uh, Rob in Texas, even my buddy Dave of Kentucky, yeah, they don't listen that way. They like the way that the interplay is because they don't have any personal. Well,
0: Dave of Kentucky though said he hated it, that episode. It, and it, I, he said it, he hated me. Afterwards. He
1: hated both of you, right? Is what he said. He didn't. It's not like he thought you got owned, right? He didn't like either one of you guys talking, so. Yeah. I think you're. I think a, there's a problem where you have this Greek chorus of people who tell you about every episode after, and it's a skewed listen. It's not accurate because these are your friends, so called, <laughs> who know you, yeah. so they have kind of a vested interest in this particular frame where you get owned. I don't agree. First of all, that the Adam episode that you look like a fool. I yeah. I think what happened was you brought up a few instances. This is a rhetorical problem you have where you know about some vague thing that happens and you'll cite it and somebody who actually knows more detail about it will get you. When you bring up Zimbabwe or South Africa, like Adam knows about that shit. That's what his job is. He knows the details. So if you only know a vague conception of it, you're going to get got in that moment. He's going to cite something that's Actually, well, I don't
0: think he did really get me on the African things. So. Well,
1: I, I don't agree. I think that he, he knew more about it and you just kind of were like vague about it, which is dangerous. That's when people are able to dismiss you because you cite a thing and you don't know the details of it. And then they're like, no, that's not actually what's happening. So I don't think – I think that episode is a little frustrating because it's so derailed –
0: Right. Well, that was the real issue, was that we were trying to talk about one thing, and then it just became this other thing.
1: Yeah. But some of that is a self-control thing on your part. Like, you have to not uh, jump into the weeds. But
0: also on your part, you know, I mean, you are also the proprietor of the podcast. I understand, but I'm
1: also going to, like, listen for moments that are good, and you two going back and forth was good.
0: Felt good. I mean, I think it was good for about, you know... 50 75 percent of it and then it got really fucking exhausting you know yeah and so i don't know i mean my concern is and then after that you know the the gay speech happened where kind of adam then threw me immediately under the bus and was looking at it in the most reductive way and painting me as this guy who's you know, oh, you're not listening to, you know, Charles revealing that he's being dehumanized. I mean, it's like, well, come who cares, on.
1: But who cares about what he says? Like, it's not, it doesn't matter if he chimes in. Like, I, that he's was just a guy just, that's you, there. That was
0: just low-hanging fruit. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm, I am uh, <clears throat> taking a risk doing this. And a big risk. And I think that sometimes, you know, again, the, you're right, the things you're saying that uh, Things about my friends, you're probably right. Things about bringing up certain facts and yet whatever, you know, yes, probably right. But in you- a larger sense, I don't want this podcast to be, I don't really want to feel like it's, you know, like imagine Alex Jones in a room with somebody who was like milking him. To kind of like actually laugh at him the whole time. You know what I mean? That would be ugly. That would be an ugly thing. And I don't don't want it to get like that. I don't
1: think that's happening. Um, And I don't think recent episodes have pointed that way at all. Like maybe during the wall thing it got heated. But I don't know. Again, because... No, I
0: don't think that was bad. I thought that was a good episode.
1: But that's one that you cited. Because that's the most recent one where there's been any like uh, distinction between... You know, like who got owned and who didn't get owned.
0: I, that one was actually one that I didn't think was a problem. I, well, what did you I, think I like was a problem? One. I, uh, I want to... So It was more uh, just... There have been several times recently where it felt a little bit like... What are... Let's... I just want
1: to see which ones. So uh, we just talked about Gay, yep, Adam that Todd one. Brown, Mike Neiman...
0: Well, the manima was on for two, so I think he was on this, for three.
1: We w- talked about the wall, and we talked about magazines, and then we we tried to pump him for critiques, and he just wouldn't give any. We talked about right. post-imperial, which in no way no, that was totally. We yeah. talked about uh, Louis C.K. and uh, a few other things on that episode with Mattia. I,
0: I guess it's more just like um, this, a lot of times there's this immediate thing, and this happened with Mike, where the guest gets in here and you and the guest kind of become one side because i'm so ridiculous and it just it's like i think there needs to be a well, little that, that's your friend i <laughs> know you wanted him on I, I know but i'm saying it becomes this I, I just feel like there's a thing where i i just want to make sure that i'm like being respected here you know what i mean that i that i'm not I, getting I, to a point where You're a clown. A clown. Yeah, I don't want to be a clown, man.
1: You know, like, I don't like that. I don't think that's how the majority of listeners listen. I really think this is a problem with your Greek chorus, and you need to stop worrying about what they tell you all the time. That's how we got in this gay problem, is because they were telling you something that was wrong.
0: Okay, well... Should we talk about that now? Sure. Okay. I I I appreciate you saying that. I'm glad that you know. I I trust your opinion, obviously. So I'm glad that you're saying this. This was just I, more of a just, feeling that from, I was getting from
1: the from the from the non-connected listeners that we have <laughs> who've come in independently of you or me. Yeah. Uh, I'm not getting that vibe. I'm not getting people like, oh, you fucking totally. Isaac got laced. Like every time <laughs> they talk about it's bipartisan podcast or it's two people arguing without right. insulting each other. That's the repeated and that's the like the majority of the reviews that we have that are from not our friends or whoever. They're all in that vein. So
0: I, I also like when people say like, oh it's just like two guys shooting the shit. You know, I mean I think that's what's great about Rogan, right? I mean is that you know, anything that's said on Rogan is the point is not to, yeah, like forward some right. agenda. No, of course. You know, I mean, the point is to literally... I'm not a politician. ...try to figure things out for everyone. Yeah. And you I, know, I mean, to literally find truth. And no discussion ever does everyone have all the facts. Yes. So to, uh, attempting to come in with a bunch of gotcha facts, it just ruins the conversation because then it becomes this back and forth of gotcha facts. Tit for tat. You know, and, and there's an unlimited amount of facts on both sides that are produced and garbage facts that anybody can come in and cite, you know? Anyway.
1: Yeah. I think that there is a skew to what the feed, to the feedback that you're getting. That is uh, not really correct. I think it's off. So stop texting Isaac Every fucking episode <laughs> and making him crazy. Leave him alone. <laughs> write on the forum. Yeah,
0: that's what I keep saying. Just write on the damn forum. Yeah, so write your better. shit there.
1: Write on the forum. Write an email to the show and we yeah. can read it and talk about it. But he, did, we don't. He doesn't need your constant. When I started, this this has been my approach with my friends who have listened. Whenever one of them starts in with some critique that I'm just annoyed by, I'm just like, I I don't want to hear it. Like I don't. This is dumb. Like when you for. I had the podcast for a while by myself. It was whatever. But when you first came on, I had friends that were like, I can't listen to that anymore. I hate that guy. I'm like, don't listen. I don't give a fuck. I made the decision to do this. (laughs) So this is how I'm going to proceed. This is what I'm doing. Right. And you just have to like stop worrying about every little thing that comes your way from from people because it's not always valid critiques.
0: Right. All right. Well. I mean, that's good to hear. I, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I, you know, I think also a lot, as he says in the email, a lot of times I'm, I'm super quick to say, oh yeah, you know you're right. You know? And the reason why I do that is not because I just got owned, you know, or because, oh, I, I was so dumb that I didn't know some fact. It's because I'm raising a question. To be asked, yeah, you'll acknowledge a point that's been made, right? And like, then other right, people well. are like, "This point, this point, this point." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, you're right. That that uh, you know sector of questioning was off, yeah. right? You know, so it's like a, it, it, to then use that against me to show that oh, I'm actually no that you know.
1: Anytime somebody writes in with that, that is a mindset that is shaped by online discourse, yeah. where it's like acknowledging that somebody made a point. Is anathema it's to a Oh, yeah.
0: No, that means you did. Oh, yeah. wow. You got owned. You got fucking you know? owned. Yeah. Bro. Right. Which is the entire fucking problem. Yes. You know, it's like we should be able to say, oh, here's a question I have, or here's a point that I'm kind of stewing on. Let me get it out there. And everybody's so terrified to say these things that they're feeling because then they're going to get called a fucking, you know, no, bigot or make, whatever. Make you know, yeah, right. So it's not fair. You know, it's like, yo, you have to be able to ask these questions. You have to be able to say these things that you're feeling in order to then get to some level of truth, right. you know? Anyway. All right. So let's talk about the, uh, the, the speech. The, the, the speech.
1: I don't think it was a speech, but...
0: Okay. So a couple episodes ago, uh, Charles said in... You know, he kind of... I felt like you were getting up on a soapbox and saying, don't listen to this podcast if you... Are grossed out? Okay, tell me if I'm wrong in what I'm saying. Sure. If you're grossed out by homosexual sex,
1: um, I don't know that it was that. It was more like don't listen to the podcast and complain about
0: it. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So the complaining element, I, I, you know, that's something that you can definitely fault people for, right? I mean, you can always fault somebody for complaining (laughs) because you don't have to complain, right? (laughs)
1: Well, also the complaint I didn't think was valid. It's it's an invalid position to have.
0: So here's... Okay, why don't you say what your position is again so that we can have it.
1: My position is... And th- there's been a long-running discomfort I've had with responses to quote-unquote gay topics. Number one is this idea that there's a bunch... I don't agree. I think if you look at our podcast episodes, the percentage of times that we've talked about anything specifically queer is very low. And have we had some gay guests on? I can cite two. Cameron and Matteo. Um Connor and Connor. We've which had, was we've had over other, a year ago. Connor names. lives in Ireland now. Do you know that? Oh, he moved to Ireland. Why? He's doing I think he's studying at a university there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's cool. <laughs> the
0: most <laughs> he was a little he was a little Con- weird. But Connor's
1: cool. Connor that I was trying to fuck according to a listener. Yeah,
0: really. Uh <laughs> um so we've definitely had other gay guests who
1: i can't think of any
0: um i'd have to look at the uh...
1: the list i i I honestly don't think we've had any other gay people on so there's a kind of uh just it's a wrong idea that this is a constant topic of conversation i don't that's point one i think it's an invalid critique Two, I think that the critique of it is based in, I don't want to overuse the word, but there's some homophobia attached to that because it's not, if we talk about like, you know, moving in with your girlfriend or whatever, or getting married, or Dave Rosenberg's various fucking adventures, et cetera, nobody writes in and is like, ooh, too much. Uh, and that was right. the second point. It was just, It's a lopsided issue. Where it's like any kind of mention of this is problematic for the listener for some reason because it makes them uncomfortable right, and it's like well it why why is that my problem if it makes you uncomfortable? That's a you problem and not a me problem,
0: okay, and it's okay. not even
1: me making saying most of it. It's like random uh, guess who are who are on
0: everything you're saying right now is I don't disagree with. It is you a you problem if you're uncomfortable listening to this podcast. I mean, we say a million things that should make people uncomfortable, and that's kind of the fucking point, right. so whatever. Uh, totally true. If you're complaining, you, deserve, you have every right in the world to say, hey, fuck you. Uh, also, I acknowledge that there is a double standard, right? Particularly amongst a certain category of straight men in which I generally are people who are my friends uh where the I would point, notion, I would
1: point again on a side note that none of our regular listeners have ever emailed have ever with talked that about
0: that uh sure so again it's like uh, there is a double standard for sure. I think that you're calling out a double standard that absolutely exists if you're looking at at gay people and straight people uh there is a large category of people that are made uncomfortable by the gay discussion of something that they would not be uncomfortable by the straight discussion. Right. I'm one of those people, by the way. <laughs> so I'm a man. Uh, I like yeah. men. So the only point that I want to make back to you <laughs> is that I don't think it's fair to say that people that are uncomfortable by homosexual sex are somehow deficient or wrong or confused or fucked
1: up no let's be clear like the issue is the complaining yeah the sure. issue is people listening to this show where they know who one of the hosts is and then s- still having that attitude like that's a problematic attitude if you're listening and you're uncomfortable and you're just like well whatever i get uncomfortable with this shit sometimes fine but if you're listening and you're like too much gay discussion that's when i'm like go listen to anything else like yeah, there's sure. a million podcasts you could listen to that right. don't.
0: I no and then have and, this problem. I I see your again. If if you're talking about the complaining, you have every right to say, hey, look, I don't want to hear you complain about this because that makes me feel dehumanized and like this isn't blah blah blah. I I get it and I think that that's very valid. I just didn't want. I don't want listeners out there to think that like I'm sitting here agreeing that. uh you know, anyone who thinks gay stuff is gross is, like, somehow wrong. Now, the like, point, that's the not point really not to, fair, the, you know? The like, point is
1: not to control reactions. It's to just point out that if you're, if you're like, constantly responding in this way, it's just weird. Um,
0: I mean, I don't... Again, I don't think it's weird to say... There's a difference between, yeah, the reaction and the response, right? Yes. The reaction... I, it's crazy, in my view, looking at evolution... To say that somebody being grossed out by homosexuality is wrong, is it, that's like wrong. I mean, it's obvious that there is every, almost virtually every society, ever, in all of history, that's been true at some level. Not every one, but... Well, there's also cultural absolutely. programming. There's, there's, there's a there's bunch too. of cultural programming, blah, blah, blah. But I'm saying if you're looking from an evolutionary lens, there's a very obvious reason why some people would be grossed out by homosexual stuff, right? I mean, it's obvious. Well,
1: I think in a lot of cases, thinking about any of the people in your life, like fucking or doing anything... No, but I mean, I mean specifically
0: homosexual stuff. It's like you. <laughs> it's obvious, right? That from an evolutionary standpoint, it only makes sense that, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people would have this sort of ingrained thing of no and. Yes, right? Yes, I want to put my dick in that thing. No, I don't want to put my dick sure, in that. Sure for thing. you, yes. Right. Yeah. Sure. So I'm saying just because somebody has happens to have that But there's a difference between, evolutionary imperative. There's a difference between mean I, I don't want
1: there's a difference between I don't want to fuck another man and like I let's be clear. I don't have any problem. I don't think you're a bad person or a homophobe if you are a straight person and all you want to fuck is the opposite sex. I think that's great. Good for you. I think that's fine. And I don't think it's homophobic if all you want to fuck is the opposite sex to go like, oh, having sex with someone of the same gender is gross. Yeah. I okay. would be grossed out by doing that. Sure. The problem comes in when you, there's other people who you're not involved with. Yeah. Separate from you. that yes. That aren't trying to fuck you and aren't being on you. Yeah. It's just people like living their life and you're just like, ugh. That's, that's kind of, that's a, that's a
0: strange. Yes. I think yeah. I can agree. Attitude. I mean, I think I can agree with that. Yeah, if you're seeking these things out and being mad about them, then yeah, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of. Um,
1: if a man is grossed out by the idea of kissing another man,
0: I get it. It's fine, like, yeah, but you're just saying don't seek it out and then be mad about it. Yeah, I mean, the, the a little the only uh, the only complicating factor. I would say, in in what you're saying right now, is, um, y- you know, I think uh, the acceptance of homosexuality as something that's the exact same thing as heterosexuality is something that is really uh, pushed in your face a lot now. So do you, mean, you, you don't really have to hunt it down. A lot of times it finds you, right? And I don't think it's wrong to really be like no i don't i don't want that you know i don't i don't want to see that like i i don't think see that that's wrong like um sup- you know like uh, gay stuff <laughs> right (laughs) i don't know what that means i mean i i I don't think it's wrong to have that reaction is what i'm saying you know what i mean i I don't think it's wrong to but here's here's what say like no no that makes me uncomfortable like i don't want to see that like i don't think there's anything really like wrong with that
1: here's what the here's what the problem is is because this gets mixed in these two different things get kind of mixed together one is the kind of corporate Use of gayness to signal. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Pro diverse. Yeah,
0: woke capitalism. Yeah. But
1: the problem that happens is that regular people get wrapped up into that. And that's where it gets dangerous because the thing that can't happen is we don't want to tell people who are together or who are like trying to live their life that they have to hide these aspects of themselves. That's where it
0: becomes very tough. To make
1: people who are uncomfortable comfortable because a person is not a corporation and a person should be able to like be with their significant other and just be out and it's not like they're fucking on the street sure we well
0: i mean the gay pride parade would would sort of uh go against that but don't go to a gay pride parade you know okay but sometimes the gay pride parade is walking down your street you know (laughs) i mean it's again I, i it's such a problematic issue because you're totally right you know, if I had some friend who's gay, which I have had, and they want to kiss their boyfriend, I don't care at all. I mean, like that's like that would be terrible for me to to s- sit there and be like right. Oh, you know, like that would be horrible. That would be such a terrible thing for me to do. Um but but on the other because it's true. It's like, "Hey, you know what? Like maybe this isn't what I really see as uh you know, this isn't what I really like to see, but this but other person, many, if that's what you want to do, it's fine. But you fine. wouldn't...
1: Think, think about this. You wouldn't have that reaction. Like, if you saw a couple, a straight couple, that was disgusting together, like, just the worst pairing you can imagine, and the sight of them kissing was vile, you still wouldn't be like, oh, this isn't a thing that I want to see. You just be like, uh, whatever. Like, yeah, it, but
0: that—but I'm saying it's it's different. That's my point. My point is that it's not the same. Like, because my, you have a... Some of us have a genetic – it is not – Genetic, like what? Discomfort? Okay, you know what? Whether it's genetic or culture, whatever fucking nature-nurture set of circumstances led to that reaction, that reaction is still real. That's fine. And it's not really fair to say that, oh, just – I think that you're absolutely right. Nobody should be arrested or in trouble or anything like that if they want to, uh, you know, do homosexual, whatever it is in public. Obviously not. However, <laughs> I'm a man. I like men. Uh, on the <laughs> other hand, I don't think somebody is an evil Nazi if they are grossed out by it either. I think that they well, have that's every fine. right to be like, "No, I don't I don't that's not something that I want to see publicly in my community." I mean, if you want to be some weird crazy Christian who thinks homosexuality is not real and like you want to stack your world in whatever strange way you want to stack it. I mean, it's like you should be allowed to do that too, without being completely you, invalidated. Like how? As a how, crazy would, person.
1: What, how In what sense would that happen? Like, what do you? What are you referring to?
0: I just mean if, it, like, for example, okay, also, okay, this kind of gets back to, uh, you know, whether there's some element of choice in homosexuality, which we've kind of touched on before, and I think that we we've both agreed that there's some element, right?
1: I don't, I don't agree with that.
0: Didn't we agree on this already?
1: No, I, I think that. Uh, we we have things that we've said that you've interpreted as agreeing that there's a choice and me not agreeing that <laughs> okay. there's a choice.
0: Right. I mean, uh, you would know better than me, obviously, you know. Um, but, well, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's true, maybe not. But uh, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is I just don't think listeners who are have a a sort of gut reaction to um, homosexuality being treated in the same way as heterosexuality. I don't think that that gut reaction that you have... Is like evil. No, I don't care about you know what th- I mean. I don't care. I, I I agree that act. If you go and then hunt down gay people and hurt them, but yeah, it's that's not evil, just but... it's not it's not just
1: act. It's not just that because that's like this extreme act that we can all say like oh, it's yeah, like of brainwashing.
0: Course. It's like that's like going to that level where you're saying somebody who th- feels that way is deficient. That's like Big Brother like brainwashing. <laughs> no, shit, it's
1: you know you don't want to you can't control the way people react to stuff internally, right. but you can also say that like your reaction to this
0: is not like. I don't ca- I don't care. Well, and you can certainly criticize somebody for speaking up about it like at some level. But it felt to me like you were saying that if you feel this way, if you're grossed out by no, that, homosexual sex, you are homophobic. That was, which is like, I mean that's like probably literally true, yes. but I don't think that it's uh That was, you know, I
1: don't have any true. desire to get into people's heads and make cuz we all have fucked up things that we think and yeah to, if, to have somebody inside your brain yeah. policing that which
0: feels like that's kind of what feels like what's happening with the media now it's like if you feel this way you're wrong and it's like that's not fair because no, that's,
1: that, that's deep and dark and that's not i don't think the point that i was making but you cannot deny that what i was responding to was this ongoing like murmur and it really it started i remember when i first was like okay and i kept my mouth shut but way back when we had Dan DePriel on almost a year ago there was a point where you're like you know you don't really like live the gay lifestyle it, it, and there was some positive connotation that I wasn't whatever and that well, uh, no, okay i okay, found that okay. unsettling because it was like well that's not that's not a good thing to say like
0: uh, that's a, again a complete misinterpretation of that now we're getting to aesthetics and uh, you know verbal physical Identity choices, but that's not that's even, what we're getting. I
1: don't. To now. I don't even agree with those because I think that we've we've talked about like Matteo being on here, yeah, and like you don't like that he's it's like yes queening and all that stuff.
0: I don't like the yes queen stuff. Yeah. I, I think it just hurts the discourse. I think it but, just cheapens it. But
1: the thing, the thing that's frustrating about that comment is that like is not a 20-something millennial. is like I, I a mid-40s Latino gay guy who grew up in Orange and County. And he's
0: been through the shit, and he you know, totally deserves to be where he's at. I have the utmost respect for Matteo. I don't, you know, again... I, no, I know you don't. I I'm don't, not criticizing Matteo as a person.
1: No, I know I know that's not the case, but it's also like the way that he speaks is not a construction based on what's cool. That he's just, that's who he is.
0: You're saying that the the what's cool is following him. Yes. Yes.
1: That guy is at... That guy in, remember, that guy was a like trying to be a gay person in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, right. And so that's, he's
0: really lived the real deal. I, you know what? I completely get it. it doesn't change the fact that I think the Yas Queen shit hurts the discourse. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I just don't think that that's good. I just
1: don't know why it, it bothers. I don't, because it just, it's an it just rolls thing. over. thing, like,
0: again, we, we had talked about this on the Instagram video that you shared, but yes. there, there are aesthetic cues of all kinds. That annoy people yeah. for whatever fucking reason. And right. that's not something you can get pissed about. And when, no. I'm, and when I'm saying to you, you don't live the gay lifestyle, I'm not saying you don't live it. I'm certainly not saying you don't live the gay lifestyle. I'm right. not saying that at all. What I, first of all, you've always said you were bisexual anyway. So Yeah, I mean... So, you know, you've never said you're you but, know, just But we're still a
1: part of the right the spectrum. Like, there's... For some reason, it like makes straight men more comfortable for that because there's some kind of women fucking thing. That's but true. all of my rem- it does make, make
0: me more comfortable. I mean, I'm just being fucking honest. Yeah. It does make which me is more comfortable.
1: that's that's the thing. But like
0: all my rem- it's just relatability. All I mean, right? It's sure. just saying we can relate on this. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's not you know, that's like, so saying, like that's fine. That's fine. I, that's fine. I, that's fine. It's, okay. it's okay. I don't have, problem I don't I have no problem with that. So no, uh, it, I, obviously, you know that that's fine. What I was saying when I said the gay lifestyle thing- I'm a man. <laughs> I like men. was had nothing to do with the lifestyle. It had everything to do with aesthetic identity choices. Sure. You, but you do not uh, choose to articulate or show any of the stereotypical uh, I'm gay flamboyant cues, right? You just don't do those things. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't yass queen at all. You never yass queen. Sure. I mean, sometimes when you're talking to a woman for a long time, you get into it a little bit. but I And I kind like of like that because oh, it's like, oh, look, that's funny. What does that mean? Uh, I, you know, maybe I, it's always been a huge mystery to me why those are, you know, I had a good friend in college who was straight and then became gay. And we all knew he was gay. We were all fine. So he with didn't it. become gay. Well, whatever. He, just, he was gay the whole time. Um, you know, I think he was struggling with the converted. choice. I remember we talked about struggling it one time. Struggling with the choice. What well, he was struggling with the choice. So he the choice. You know, to do I what? kind of was trying to get him to come out with it because I everybody knew, and I was like, you know, dude, you got something to fucking tell me? Like it's fine. I, I don't care. We were in Sweden. Yeah, I and, remember the story. Uh, he was like, dude, I just wish it was black and white. You know, and, sure. and I think that probably a lot of people in those shoes struggle with that. They struggle to decide to come out of the closet or not. You know, they're like, is well, this it's not just Is a- this r- real? Is this just, right. a, you know, whatever?
1: Well, because that, that I don't know this guy, but I assume that he's gone through his life just assuming that he's the default thing. I'm, I'm a straight guy. I like women. Yeah. And then you have these other feelings in you that you haven't really been instructed about how to process, right? You don't know what to do with this feeling that you have. Mm-hmm. So... When he's struggling... It's not struggling to come out. It's struggling to be like, what... To accept it, I think. What is going on? Like, I don't have any... There's no... I don't have any, pr- like, idea about how to handle this. This is not... This is a non-standard... Sure. ...feeling I'm having. And I don't know how to get to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm this thing.
0: Right. Uh. Right. Okay. But again, what I really admire about you is you have managed to r- r- not... You don't have to go... So anyway, he became gay and, you know, boom. Three years later, it's thongs in Miami. You know what I mean? Like, Instagram shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he went from, like, straight bro friend to, like, full-on, you know, gay talk, thong
1: deal. You know what I mean? When you say gay talk, do you mean, like, he spoke effeminately? Yeah,
0: you... Come on. I mean, don't fucking patronize. You know that there's... You know, you know the voice okay. that I'm, t- right? Yeah, sure. So he chose to integrate those elements into his I- identity, right? And I think that we have this idea that oh, that he was actually faking the other way the whole time. But I think you're perfect evidence that that's not true. But what I mean, was? I just what think he You're like? comfortable enough in yourself. What was he? You're like? just like, hey, fuck it. You know what? Like, I I live this lifestyle, but I don't need to like signal the shit out of it all the time, you know? What was he like? What is he like now, though? I don't know. I haven't talked to him. Because I would... Be <laughs> <a long time. laughs> I would be curious... Not because of my choice.
1: I would be curious about what he is like now, because there's definitely a segment of the population that they come out and they go full-on super gay... Right. ...in that sense. And then they kind of realize, like, oh, I'm not. that's not really me. Right. And they... But I, I'm still a gay man, but I'm not needing they to... They call
0: them... They don't need to do that anymore. But yeah, totally.
1: Some of that is because there's an identity that exists in the cultural consciousness right. that, like, if you're gay, you have to be this, this way. This other
0: way, right. Yeah. And I'm against that. That's what I'm against, right? Sure. And I don't think there's you can't, anything you can't, wrong with being averse to that, because yeah. that's an aesthetic thing. You, that, can't, is, you, know? you can't
1: blame some people who go through that experience, because that's literally the only existence of gay life that they've ever been sure. exposed to.
0: and again, I absolutely don't blame them at all. I don't yeah. think that it's like, oh, uh, this guy went and started doing that, and now I'm not friends with him anymore, or right. or I hate you now. But that said, so all this, you know, maybe it is that he's finding his natural self, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. The, the part that gets missed, though, is that the aversion to that is also natural. And there's nothing wrong I just want to, like, say for, like, all the straight men out there who, like... All the bros. Right. What bros? I, I want to stand up for the bros here for a second, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure everybody's going to be like, oh, of course, the privileged bros, standing up for the bros, it's the fucking, you know... Uh, Elliot Rodger. But there is a... I don't want people to feel deficient because, or, like, there's some, they're crazy or they're hateful Nazis because they have an aversion to that aesthetic yas queen shit, because there's nothing wrong with that, you can have an aesthetic fucking inversion to any weird shit you want, and if you're like not into yas queen type of aesthetics there's nothing wrong with you, sure, you know like
1: no it's about how there's you... something
0: wrong with you if you then go and hunt people down and like criticize them and you know make it part of your life to like shut it down right. like well, yeah that's... then there's something wrong with you, but that's... just the natural. A reaction is no, not we, wrong
1: we can't you're never going to police the interior feelings of people at all and i and i hope that wasn't i i really don't feel like that was what came out of that discussion sure. it was much more of a statement about this complaint and me going i've had enough it's not true and the complaint in and of itself is an attempt to push uh people out of being able to discuss an aspect of their lives that they have in a way that's not the case for everybody. Like if if somebody wrote in and they said, "I'm tired of hearing about sex on this podcast. I'm yeah, tired that of it." It would be a different thing. It would be like, "Oh, well, we do talk about that on the reg, so it's not." I'd be like, "I'm not going to follow your advice, but at least I don't see any
0: bias or like like double standard,
1: any weirdness yeah, in your statement yeah, yeah. that 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 would be a fine complaint. I don't agree, but fine." It's yeah. just the other way where it's like, well, it's kind. It's just kind of, it makes the people who are queer uh, feel like they can't talk right. about things in their life, right. and that's, I don't know, that's not a great situation to be in on a show where people talk about things happening.
0: I, I totally agree, and I acknowledge the double standard again. Yeah. I think that there's obviously a double standard there for the people that are criticizing, because yeah. you're right, none of those people would be criticizing if uh, it was a straight thing. Yeah. Uh, On the other hand, again, I mean, I think we're basically agreeing. I just, you know, I don't want uh, people... I don't want it to be that there's something wrong with people on the other side either. Yeah. You know, like for having that reaction. I just think like that reaction, you know. I think if you're, you know, I can see that if you're criticizing blah, 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 or at least you should acknowledge that you have the double standard, but... um, you know, I'm sure that everybody who's listening is going to be like, "Of course, the guy, you know, who's in the majority just wants to it has no compassion for the people in the minority who are no, that, dehumanized. Here's be your, all the historical shit and that, That'll be your I, friends I, that listen. I, I mean, don't. I get that, you know, I get the, that argument, of course, but at the other on the other hand, you know, straight people are also people too, and they should, you know, there's a lot of them. You know that there's a whole shit ton of them, yeah. And they should not be made to feel uh, that they're deficient because they happen to have certain reactions to things either. You yeah. Know? So anyway, let's uh, end
1: by me <coughs> reading our newest review. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, which the headline is "Toxic Unpreparedness." Um, you will love this. Is a great one star review we received from "See You Next Tuesday," which I assume is a cunt reference. C U N T. You will love this podcast if you enjoy privileged people, PPL, who ignore their privilege, sharing their opinions like they are the greatest ideas from the most brilliant minds that can only be crafted in white male brains. Nice. Th- that is someone completely unhinged by something.
0: Yeah. And I wonder, it's got to be somebody we know. You think? Yeah, probably.
1: I don't know. I'm thinking, or it, not. Maybe not. I, I'm thinking it's somebody. Uh, who came via the Elizabeth Holmes episode. and Yeah. But we don't even get that crazy now. I don't know. So see you next Tuesday. I'm sure that you're listening. You've got to be hate listening at this point. A
0: lot of people hate listening. Ben, apparently. I, I
1: don't agree that we act like we're brilliant people having discourse. I think that we constantly mock ourselves. But yes, it is two white male and it's brains. it's like,
0: yeah, you're telling us that we're not prepared. Like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> i thought i was prepared every time you know like no again as we've talked about on this episode the point is to not come with a bunch of facts that support our argument because anyone can do that anybody can go google a bunch of shit that supports whatever bullshit they want to say and we have to talk about what we should do get to real truth not uh be right
1: and we have white male brains yeah sorry. sorry
0: Sorry. There's nothing I, was... I can do about that. Born this way.
1: Elliot <laughs> Roger. Hey, it's plug time. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do a few plugs real quickly. Uh, Join our forum at nahf.boards.net. We have some fun conversations happening there. Not really, but, you know, if you join, it'll be more fun. You can email us at notahugefanpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and write us a review on iTunes, pretty please. It's so helpful if you do that.
0: Yeah. And do all those things and don't fucking text me. Yeah. Leave don't Isaac d- d- alone. Do not text me your thoughts about the podcast. Yeah. That's Send them to the email or post them
1: on the way. forum and we will respond there yeah. and it'll be great. Right. Uh, and then my social media is all Funzaroni, including my website. You can follow me there. Thank you. How do you spell that? F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I.
0: Funzaroni. Funzaroni. And why is it that?
1: Uh, it's a name I picked ages ago and now it's Too late.
0: Yeah. To go back. Fonzoroni. Uh You can find me at IsaacSimpson.com. That's my website. Uh, it's a portfolio website, so it's a lot of my work uh, in the advertising and journalism and brand creation world. But uh, you can also find ways to contact me there. Um, and also... Uh, I don't really do socials, but you can find me on Medium. That's probably the best place to to find me or LinkedIn. I enjoy being LinkedIn. So just LinkedIn, Isaac Simpson, and you can uh, talk to me there.
1: That's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Don't text Isaac.